Welcome to the Top 5 of Death, a weekly podcast where the hosts deliver a top five list on a given topic. The listeners vote on the list they agree with the most. The winner writes short stories about how the other co-hosts perish, listen, and die. BWK. I've been drinking a lot. Yeah. Construct it. Hello. Bro. I love the Ku Klux Klan, I hate women. Matt. There's buttholes to be messing with. DJ. What a perfectly executed beginning of this episode. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm Matt. I'm here with DJ and BWK. What's up? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> BWK came out of the gate. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, what do you got, Deej? Well, I was going to use what's up, but no. What the- <laughs> Can't do it twice. Uh, oh, no. Uh, anyway, we have, a, uh, we have a pack show today uh, with a lot of discussion, so we're going uh, to get right into it. Uh, I won, thank God. Uh, <laughs> a little late, but still appreciate it. You looked at the uh, stats last week, and you were like, oh, DJ's got this many, Fro's got this many, and what's that? I, I did. I did. <laughs> I did do that. Um, but I won uh, TV shows you want to bring back. I uh, won <laughs> I dominated. I don't know if you dominated. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, here are my deaths for uh, Fro. Uh, by the way, Fro's not here. He's upstairs in his room. Um, he said he wanted to take a week off, and I said, fine. I don't know why he told me. <laughs> like you're his boss. I know. It's like, uh, let me submit yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Just <laughs> submit it through your time card. <laughs> oh, better. I was like, uh, you don't have enough time. I, I have a question. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good question. Deserving of an answer. So here we go. These are how Fro and DJ died. Um, I'm going to make these up because I forgot to write one because work has been crazy. Uh, one day. That's Fro- weird. That's strange. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I listened to that afterwards. I say that once. Maybe <laughs> twice. Who cares? I bet you that's wrong. <laughs> remember that one, listeners? No. <laughs> <laughs> listeners who, who remember that are probably like, what's that? <laughs> uh, one day, Fro got a letter in the mail. It was from MXE. He had been chosen to be on the show. Oh, boy, he said. I can't wait to go on the show. It's been my dream since I was a little boy. Even though the show didn't exist back then. But it was something Fro had always wanted to do, be on a TV game show. So Fro went out to train because he was going to do what no one else could, complete the course. Oh. Huh. Oh. Has no one ever done it? We'll I don't see. know. We'll see. We'll find out during the tale. Uh, Fro put on his brand new jogging shoes, his reflective <laughs> vest. Anyone else here jogging? I did. Okay. <laughs> no, I meant the jogging shoes. What about He's preparing to win riding a horse. Oh, okay. So he put on his jockeying shoes, his uh, reflective vest, and his horse. He put the horse on. However, the horse no was none there. other than headline horse's oh. arch nemesis. <laughs> hey, what are you doing getting on my back? Said headline horse. Oh, I thought we could win MXE together, headline horse. No. I wouldn't be seen with you on my back if it was the only thing I was able to do. Missed opportunity, by the way, to say nay. <laughs> For sure. Come on. <laughs> Don't ha- listen. Hey, I'm anything could anything could happen. I'm just telling the account of what happened. Okay, sorry. Nay. <laughs> See, you jumped the gun. He was getting to yeah, it. Yeah, but the laughs he got. Nay, said headline horse. Fro said, ah, oh, come on, headline horse. It'll be the best time of your life. Let me tell you about the best time of my life. 
I was 28 years old. I just got off the boat from the war. (laughs) It was girls, fillies as far as the eye could see. And I was reckoning to get it on. (laughs) Horse style. I I gotta say, this is actually... Shut up. It's kind of hot. You shut up. (laughs) You said that? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird timing. So I found me a filly. Her name was Philly. And I put my hooves on her back. <laughs> and I entered the backside of her posterior. I would actually suggest you just go a little slower. And I, I would argue thrusted that the, the backside of the posterior is the anterior. My <laughs> horse dick. Right into her canal. And that was the best time of my life. You're gross. <laughs> yeah. By this time, Fro is dead. Fro died. <laughs> now DJ. <laughs> BJ uh, got a new haircut, and he walked out in the public, and someone said, um, nice haircut, I guess. And DJ said, um, thanks, I guess. DJ kept going on about his day. He went to go get a coffee. He paid for his coffee. The barista said, hey, nice jacket if you want to be from the 80s. Oh, my God. And DJ said, thanks. What was happening was DJ was being criticized over and over again, except you would think DJ loved this, being such a big fan of The Critic, wanting it to come back on that week's show. I was wondering. (laughs) He said, well, I love The Critic, and I should be criticized at all times. Sounds right. And he wanted to fit in with everybody. So he went home and stood in front of a mirror, picking apart himself only the way he could. And the most dire insecurities that DJ had were coming out. DJ could not realize how mean he was being to himself. All of a sudden, his personality split into two. And mitosis took effect. And DJ split down the middle and became two DJs. One nice, one evil. How could you tell? One was evil. (laughs) (laughs) Dead giveaway. (laughs) Evil DJ looked at good DJ and said, Your penis is small. And good DJ said, Yeah, but it gets the job done. (laughs) An argument we've all had with ourselves once or twice. (laughs) In the mirror. Evil DJ said, Yeah, well, you're starting to get a bit of a belly. And good DJ said, That's because I eat so well. And then evil DJ said, Oh, yeah, well, that haircut is just outrageous. And good DJ said, Yeah, but at least I'm not afraid to try new things. Is evil me just you? (laughs) No, it's you. (laughs) I hope so. And good you is just pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> I think evil DJ's you, and good DJ's pathetic. A belly, he says. Anyway, evil DJ said, Then this boy I know. You know what? I have a gun. <laughs> and good DJ said, Me too. Except good DJ's gun was not a gun at all. Oh. It was a bar of soap that he picked up in the shower a couple minutes prior. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he outside in public? Shut up! <laughs> Story has holds. All of a sudden, there was a standoff. Evil DJ pointing a gun. Good DJ pointing a bar of soap. And then the door flung open. The door? It was headline horse. <laughs> and he said, now you two settle down. Where is the geography of this? Let <laughs> me tell you about the time my mother died. It oh. was 19 2 I was 28 years old. <laughs> Holy shit. I'd just gotten off the boat from the war. 
and after immediately mounting the first filly I saw, (laughs) I went home to see my ma. But when I got there, she was on her deathbed. (laughs) And I said, Ma, what are you doing? And she said, Son, I'm dying of glue poisoning. (laughs) She She did love her glue. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, what does that mean? And she said, like, I, was, this. <laughs> I was eating my own hoof. And it became glue. <laughs> Jeez, what next? <laughs> this is tedious. <laughs> All right, enough, evil DJ said. <laughs> and Headline Horse said, now you hold on there a damn minute. And let me tell you about the day I was born. <laughs> I, I was 28 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I had just gotten off a boat, mounted a filly, kissed my good old ma goodbye as she ascended the stairway to heaven. And then I saw the light, and I pushed through it. Oh, my God. The embryonic sack exploded, <laughs> and there was... Afterbirth everywhere. <laughs> and DJ died, and that was it. And that's how they died. <laughs> Just one of the worst. <laughs> I want to talk like a headline horse, though. Well, you, you can. Headline horse is very distinct. I was bored. <laughs> that's still you. <laughs> you sound no, like. Let me, let me try one more time. It was 2010, <laughs> and I was walking into a convenience store. You got a. Make your voice more dull. I was walking. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like lower. Oh, oh. I was walking into That's a- too gritty. Hey, you know what I realized? Some people might not even know who Headline Horse is. He's a, uh, he's a horse that reads uh, goofs on What's Goofing, a show that you can get access to if you go to patreon.com slash top five of death and support the top five of death. If you're still listening. If you're still listening. <laughs> yeah. And I like how he said we have a jam-packed show, and then it went on for 20 minutes. So we got that going. <laughs> Should we should we stay, save the? Uh, I think we're gonna have to. I think I bumped our fan death. <laughs> I, who who is at least read the name? Who is it from? Okay, uh, they didn't sign it. They really? Yeah, Lewis. 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 If if we blast through this episode, I promise we'll get to it at the end. If not, right at the beginning of next week's episode. I'm sorry that I I bumped you, but uh. Oh, not only did he sign it, he starts the email. Hello, my name is Lewis. Oh, <laughs> well there you go. Um, say something nice about Lewis. We'll, we'll also Lewis. go around Lewis. <laughs> Uh, Mike Tyson is uh, Lewis. Uh, I respect him, but I'm going to make orphans of his children. You know what I I, I say? Uh, nobody does enough Mike Tyson impressions. <laughs> you never hear Mike Tyson. You just don't. Yeah. It's uh, one of those rare impressions. I think Lewis is very attractive. Now, DJ, you say something nice about him. Uh, oh, um, I appreciate his uh, listenership. Okay. And BWK? He can lift 300 pounds. That's a feat among men. So, uh, Lewis, I promise we will definitely honor that death. Off to a great start with that. (laughs) How crude. (laughs) Now we got to put explicit on this. (laughs) There's a joke you haven't said in a while. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so this week's episode is very, well, I guess we'll find out, but we're predicting it's going to be very dark. Yeah. Is, can we, is that a safe bet? Yeah, so hopefully the headline horse scared a lot of people off. <laughs> if you got through headline horse, you'll be fine for this. <laughs> okay? We're going to do top five unsolved mysteries. 
Now, that could be true crime or it can just be a, a, a mystery that hasn't been solved. However, and I, was, I, ha- I had to be very cautious of this. This is not conspiracy yep. theories. Oh, I'm so glad you said it because I was going to say it. Oh, well, I said it. You want to elaborate? No. Okay. So they're not conspiracy theories. Yeah, because I was going <laughs> to... I guess I will elaborate a little bit. <laughs> All right. I'll be over here. <laughs> uh, I'll do it like headline horse. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna put some stuff on my list, and then I started researching it and realized it was a conspiracy theory. It started out really good, and then you got that grit back. You got a gritty voice. I like the grit. Uh, you sound like road, uh, road animal. Road animal. <laughs> road warrior. Road animal. warrior animal. Road animal. <laughs> That's, My brain's broken. <laughs> that's just what Edible from the Muppets is on tour. Ah! All right, so yeah, top five unsolved uh, mysteries. Now, who wants to start us off? I I have a... Oh, wait, I have something to solve. Okay. I've never eaten a Twinkie. Oh, right. I forgot we we're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for not getting right to it, guys. We're going to get right to unsolved mysteries. Uh, however, we were at 7-Eleven, like we uh, traditionally go to before the show. Tap the belly. And BWK stated he had never had a Twinkie in his life. So he's going to have his first Twinkie right here on air. And he did promise me the other half, <laughs> the other Twinkie in the two-pack. Unless I go Twinkie crazy. Unless he I... goes Twink craze. And who right. doesn't? So here we go. I'll give you we the play-by-play. Play. He's <laughs> opening it up. Should I get he's this smelling it. Vid. He's smelling it. He's uh, he's rubbing his head. He's getting very... Anti- uh, blah, 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 blah. All right. Okay. Um, you just got to go right into it. You just got to go right into it. Does it matter that the bottom broke off? No, it always breaks off. Okay, it smells a little bit like... A little bit. Like delicious golden cake? Because it is. It does smell a little vanilla-y. It is, it's good. Here it goes. All right, here we go. Don't drop that other one. I'll be very upset! Very good. He's chewing it. And um, what's the uh, the verdict on the Twinkie? It's pretty good. It is good, right? Uh, the, um, The cream is creamier than I expected, and the cake is moist. There you go. It's a moist cake. It's uh, the cream is cream. There you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> that's I'm a good, not that's so a good sure ending. I want the other one. Oh, hell yeah. Give it a daddy. I was going to get a Twinkie, but I Take stumbled upon uh, another favorite treat of mine. Oh, yeah? From uh, Andy's Cookie Company. Oh, old Andy, huh? Yeah. I had one of these at work uh, a couple months ago, and it it's like a, they are traditionally whoopie pies, but this one is like a, a birthday cake version. Oh, good. it tastes like actual birthday cake. It's so good. And I was alone at work. And I was eating one, and my phone rang, so I stopped eating and I answered the phone. And, um, you know, the person asked me, like, whatever, and then I hung up. And then no one around uh, looked back at my dessert, and I said, now where were we? <laughs> <laughs> that is 100% a true story. <laughs> Just, you do it for yourself. Yeah. It's internal bond. <coughs> uh, so one mystery down the tube. Uh, Twinkies, they're okay. Not bad. Not bad, Twink. Anybody else want to throw another mystery down the tube? No, I think we should get into it. We're uh, we're 15 minutes into the show. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Jesus time, Christ. Time flies. Thanks a lot, Headline Horse, you fucking shithead. Hey, don't talk. Hey, listen, you don't want him to come in here. Okay, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. Unless he perks up. Like, if he walked through the door and was like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> so good. All right, so who wants to start? Not me. I'll do it. All right, let me do, let me cue you yeah, up. Yeah, but here. like when you if you start, that's practically me starting because I go after you. So you want to go? You want to go third? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, so let's because this is a grim topic. Let's set something in in place here, guys. You okay. Bo- 
if we start being a little insensitive during these um, these descriptions, uh, I think we should have to fine each other, sort of like what the FCC would do. Okay, like what are the rates of the fines? Like, say, for example, you were talking about someone getting murdered with a baseball bat. Right. And and, you, and uh, then Matt made the joke of, uh, who swung the bat? Was it Cam Neely? <laughs> yeah, that'd be one hell of a joke for me. <laughs> I would say Josie Consico. Okay. You know, the famous hitter? Yeah. Uh, so, because, you know, that's a little bit of an insensitive joke, I think someone should have to find him an amount relative to his insensitiveness. All right. Okay. What so, would you? What would that? Um, what's the highest? Yeah. What's the max fine? Oh, three hundred million. Wow, that's a lot of a lot of cash. Max yeah. fine. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Let's get this uh, sh- swinging shindig underway. So here we go. Whoa. Top five like uh, unsolved <laughs> mysteries. Here we go. All right. My number five is the death of Eliza Lamb. Holy shit. That's my number five. That's <laughs> also my number five. Oh my god. I just love you guys. That's uh, so fucked up. Cue the music. Here we go. Uh, okay, so this story is about a young woman who uh, was acting erratically in her hotel room. There's a security footage of her like being all bizarre, and then uh, she disappeared. So people couldn't find her for a really long time, except for people in the hotel started complaining that the water tasted kind of gross. So they went up to check on the water tank, and they found her body inside the water tank. It had been there for a few days. Here's the weird mystery part. It had been there for a few weeks. Oh, weeks. Okay. Here's the mystery part, though. There's no way she could have gotten into the water tank. They also checked the body, and her erratic behavior was not caused by uh, any kind of drugs or anything. And that's the story of Eliza Lamb. It's so weird. It is very weird. <laughs> um, yeah, there's also there's um, surveillance footage of her acting very, very strange. That's guys, the weirdest part. You right. guys watch that tape, right? Oh, yes. yeah. So that's why that's what brought me to ask the question of when we were talking about um, through our text messages, do these have to be crimes or can they be like more mysteries? Wait, does this mean I have to go again? <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say it's unprecedented that we've all had the first, like the same number Maybe, five. You know what? Maybe we'll get to that death after all, Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, it's really crazy. So, so if you watch that, uh, if you watch that footage, <laughs> she's acting very strange. A lot of people uh, are very. The theory is that <laughs> she was having like some sort of like a, like a demonic like experience, and like she was. Well, because she kind of looks like she's like like, like like running away from something and like checking on something and, and interacting with yeah. something. But and there's nothing there. You know what's weird is that the elevator doors don't close. Yeah. And Until she's, she's gone, and then they go up and down every single floor. Yeah. Very almost like every button was pressed. Yeah, yeah. And you like the doors won't close if you're over the threshold because right. the sensor. Right. But she's in the like, corner for the most part, like in the corner. Yeah, and it never closes, and that and that's like what prompts her to look. You yeah. know, like she clearly gets it. So she gets in the elevator, pushes the button, and then like kind of hides in the corner. But the doors never close, and it, they don't close for so long that she steps out to look again. Right, and she's like, and she keeps like peeking out around the corner, almost like something's coming. Are there no cameras in the hallway? Apparently not. So someone could have theoretically like walked by that elevator if it were open, um, and you could see them walking by, or it's closed or whatever. They could just stay next to the button 
on the elevator and hold the door open. Well, they can't because it does view a little bit into the hallway. Though. Yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah. It, it, yeah, like it does. But you can send like just like up against the wall so the elevator is like to your back. Do you, you think she was murdered? I didn't... <sighs> Here's the thing about the they, water tank. They didn't find it. There was nothing that no. suspected foul play, though. No, right. And here's the thing about the water tank is that it was like, it correct, correct me if the details are wrong here, but the, like it can't be opened with the human hand, right? It has to be opened with a tool. And then she somehow got opened it and then went inside yeah. and closed and locked it behind her, right? right? So it, the only way that that could actually happen, unless like, magic is real, is that she was murdered, right? Uh, and yeah. somebody dumped her body into the water tank. Right. Well, like that's pretty crazy though to like carry a body up a ladder like that and then have to like open the tank. Yeah, think of like a water <laughs> tower. Like, yeah, like this think, thing isn't like small. Right. It's the logistics of doing it are like very there's about a probably a million other easier ways to <laughs> do to hide that body than what how it happened. And also the hotel residents complaining the water smelled weird and tasted gross. Yeah, and it was coming out black at first. Uh, well, I hadn't heard that. How? Yeah, it, that's the thing. Like, wh- Why? Why would so, it come up? So the water tank actually wasn't too big. No. Right? So it, like, basically she could contaminate her body, could contaminate a lot of water. Oh, uh, it could contaminate the, the whole of the water yeah. in that tank. Because this is like California or whatever, right? Yeah. So the basically it's like drought water. Yeah. Ooh. So um yeah, it, it the the video itself is very, very disturbing in a way that if it, you really have to see it because it it, it looks And you like can find it very easily online. Oh yeah, yeah. And it Just looks exactly search. like what we're saying, like to see someone act that way with no other counterpart in there, it's like it's like the the have you seen the <laughs> the cartoon um, Garfield without Garfield? Yes. No. You haven't seen those? It's uh. They just removed the Garfield character from all the the uh, strip. All, all the strips, so it just looks like Johnson Sane. Oh, okay, that's cool. It's the same thing as if there was a conversation or something happened, and they just removed the other party. Yeah. That's like how crazy it is. It really it does at times it almost look like she's like talking or saying something to yeah. somebody. Yeah. It, it's very very strange. This case is weird, but it's not weird like until you start talking about it in the like the facts behind it. Yeah, the and fa- um, the facts like don't line up. It's so yeah. hard to like pinpoint what actually happened. And the other thing too is like that. Uh, she's twenty one too, if that matters. Yeah. Wow, I forget how young she was. Yeah. Um, in my head, she's like thirty four. That hotel is like got a pretty big history with a lot of like creepy negative yes. things like some people refer to it as hotel suicide yeah that's um oh wait no that's the chelsea hotel Never it was one of the last places that the uh, black dahlia was seen alive that's right. right yeah it was at the the black dahlia murders was there well it wasn't there it wasn't there but it was one of the last places she was seen alive mm-hmm. um and like some serial killer stayed there for an entire year yeah it was uh the night stalker yeah richard it's, richard ramirez that's a cool serial killer name <laughs> yeah, sure, top five serial killer names. <laughs> Oof. Um, well. So that 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 whole area has uh, has some history to it. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's like, is there something going on there in general? I don't know. I guess we'll kind of find out now, won't we? Yeah. Anyway, good story. Yeah. Uh, Do I go again? I mean, you can. I have a I have a short one that I didn't put on my list, but I wouldn't mind talking about for a half a second. Okay. If you want to buy, I buy you some time. You want me to queue up the. <laughs> Music. It's it's a little silly, but um, okay. there's one thing I just wanted to bring up about it because I thought it was interesting. Um, I think we've all seen this video before, but there's an unsolved mystery of the Argentinian gnome. 
footage. Huh. Music is really picking up. <laughs> anyway, the uh, yeah, the, uh, volume. The, 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 the the gnome is it's on the video, right? And then uh, right. no, so there's this like um <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Go there's, ahead. Um, have you seen this footage of the gnome that was caught on camera? This was like from a couple years ago. No, this sounds terrifying. No, it is very scary. Is this a scary story or is this an unsolved mystery? It's an uns- so this is the thing. So I, I wanted to look into it a little bit more. It, because there's video footage of it, and you can see it. You can even look it up right now if you wanted to. I don't um, need your permission. Okay. Um, don't do it then. <laughs> uh, I don't need your re- reverse psychology. So here's... I'll do it. <laughs> here's the thing about it, right? When I was researching it, I came across Snopes. And there was a Snopes article on it. And the Snopes article uh, touted it as false. But... Deal when done. I, when I read the Snopes article, in no way... Does it actually refute any of it? It's just pretty much based on the fact that it's so crazy that they just assume that it has to be fake. What, what's the story? What is the story called? It's the it's an Argentinian gnome. Um, they just assume that it's like a hoax or pranksters, but no one's ever come th- through with it. And there's been other documented sightings from people in that town of seeing things similar to it. Um, what is it? You haven't said it yet. It's a gnome. What do you mean? I've said it a hundred times. It's well, you said it's a gnome, but what do you mean? Like it's walking the streets? Yeah, it's in the. Yeah, it's very weird. See, I was thinking you were talking about like a garden gnome, like moving around in the lawn. Oh, it sounds adorable. No, I'll, it's like a. Uh, it's these two guys talking. This guy and just this guy just turns around with his uh, like camera phone, and then looks into like a street, and it's like a street light on the street, and there's this like sh- very short thing just sidestepping across a street. Oh God, I just got crazy chills. We're watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's yeah. weird. It's very, very weird. <laughs> it's not fun. It's the opposite of it. So should I just do my no- my number four now? Yeah. Um. Unless you got something else you want to say about the gnome. I don't know. I just think it's very weird that it seems like almost like a like a Sasquatch Nessie situation where it's like how how do you prove it's not real other than to say we can't prove it? Yeah. The footage is actually less creepy than I thought it would be. Yeah. Kind yep. of disappointed. Well, you didn't see it in the right context. Yeah. I bet oh, you, you've been to Argentina? I bet you the uh, the spe- scary music that plays over it would really sell it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Should I do my number four? Yeah, sure. Do your number four if you want to, you freak bitch. It looks like you're queuing something up on your phone, though, Matt. Uh, well, I was hoping to find like the original video because it's, it's very casual. The only problem with it is like it's just these two guys talking. The guy just like literally just is like on his phone talk, w- filming his friend talk, and then he just like turns, and then it's just... You don't see it at first, and it just kind of steps into the light, and then they f- then they run. It's fucking freaky. I don't know. I mean, it does sound freaky if it's genuine, but that sounds like it could be like two guys hanging out with their dwarf friend. <laughs> Maybe, but no one's come through. Usually with like hoaxes like that, usually like someone will eventually come out and be like, "Yeah, we did it. Here's our YouTube channel. We do it all the time." Yeah, that sucks. Uh, go ahead, BBK. Okay? All right, you gonna cue me up? You want a cube? Yeah, <laughs> I'll cube right. you. The uh, the story I have for you guys now, uh, yep. for the approval of the Top 5 Society, is the story of the Summerton Man. Oh my god, that's my number four. Are you shitting? No, I was hoping Matt would follow suit. I mean, it would just be you doing it, like the whole show. You're queued up, baby. Yeah. Okay, funny I, you, I know this case, though. Funny you should say, I should say, suit. So the story is of, oh. this, of this man who was found dead with no real reason for him to have been dead, right? The, the toxicology report didn't say that he... That anything happened to. <laughs> oh, what does it say? 
It's a Summerton man. Just keep going. Okay. Uh, we didn't listen to these spooky songs ahead of time. I'll chill, I'll chill yeah, it. fuck it. I'll just say it regular. So, okay. So uh, they found his his dead body. There was no reason for him to be dead. Uh, and in his pocket, he was holding a note that said, it has ended. And uh, and also, so basically people found this dead body. They looked at it. He was holding a note that said, it has ended. Then they in when they investigated a little bit more, in his inner jacket... There was a, a page of a rare book, and it just, it seemed unrelated. <laughs> it's getting very loud. <laughs> it seemed unrelated, uh, but when they when the police officers took a UV light to it, they found a bunch of, like, characters that they can't decipher the meaning of. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so my finger slipped. Let's say music doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. No, it's going to happen. It, no, it's going to kill the vibe of the show. No. Uh, I was hoping for a spooky vibe, but it's yeah. <laughs> it's getting silly. I'm uh, invested. Keep going. So what do you think of that? that? No one's ever deciphered it? Yeah. and nobody Are knows. people still trying to? I don't know if they're still trying. I what? am. I love like... Cryptography? Yeah. I want to be... A cryptographer? Yes. <laughs> I enjoy... Cryptography? Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad we had this talk. Um, when, when, when was this? Oh, I didn't write the down 60s? the year. Uh, yeah. Was the 60s? Yeah. Was it the 60s? In Australia. Huh. Um, does he have any family? Do, do they know no, who it is? No, no. No one knows who it is. They There's can't connect him to anybody. Zero things known about it. And like the book that um, the code was written in is like a rare copy, like a rare uh, edition of like this book. What book is it? It's some weird, like, is it Brazilian? I don't know. It had a title, but I'm not going to try to pronounce it. I got to find it. Now <laughs> I'm interested. Um, But I just, I've... Like a weird thing about me is I always want to be like... A cryptographer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to solve cryptography. <laughs> In, exactly. But uh, I've always, um, honestly, like, like I saw. I've talked to you about the Zodiac movie before, right? Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite movies ever, and like, he sent which out a, version of it? The one called Zodiac, not okay. the Zodiac, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, but there's an old couple that solves like one of the Zodiacs, um, like ciphered like messages or whatever and I was like oh man that would be so cool to do that and there are multiple ciphers from different you know unsolved mysteries that no one has solved including this one from the Summerton man yeah so uh, what I think is particularly scary is that he had a note on him that said it has ended yes like that's creepy right Tom and Jude right what's that is it, yeah, it? that's the name of the book um, Tom and Shud. Oh, this is crazy. No, doesn't that mean it has ended? Oh yeah, 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 it wasn't in English. Yeah, but um, what uh, what are you looking up, Matt? I'm just looking up some facts about it if I can find anything. Well, you're gonna tra- solve the Summerton murder? Right I guarantee now? I can do it right now. Okay, <laughs> I bet you there's like 20 subreddits already trying to do that now. You only think there's 20? Um, <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So I mean, that's mine. Unless anybody wants to throw any color in there. Well, what do you think about it? I am just like very puzzled by it. I just love, uh, like the Cri- mystery, cryptography. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but no, like how there's like all those different like symbols on that page that's only available th- in you- cryptography books, right? But if you hit it with a with a uh, mallet. <laughs> UV light. 
cryptography. <laughs> you get the cryptics. Do you ever wonder uh, how many murders would have been solved had they just happened like 50 years later? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. DJ, what do you got? Okay. That's so uh, crazy. You want uh, music or what? No. Uh, so just pure sound. Okay. No, I'll give you music. I'll give you good music. I'll give you good music. I won't so, fuck around. No, I don't. What? I'm not, I'm not gonna fuck around. <laughs> he doesn't fuck around. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. All right. Uh, on Christmas Eve, 1945, the house belonging to George and Jenny Sauter burnt to the ground. After the fire, five of their children were missing and presumed dead. However, no remains were ever found, and the fire had produced no smell of burning flesh. The fire was ruled an accident, faulty wiring on Christmas tree lights. However, the electricity in the house still worked, and the when the fire started. Uh, in 1968, they received a bizarre note and photo supposedly from their son, Lewis. The envelope was postmarked from Kentucky with no return address. The Sodders sent a private investigator to look into the matter. He disappeared, and he never contacted the Sodders again. And that's the end of it? Yeah. Wow. No, no one was like, someone want to pick this up? They're like, nope. <laughs> no, like, I'm good. They're like, hi, uh, several people are dead. <laughs> Well, we're not interested. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. I got enough dead on my hands. Uh, where was this? Um, let me see. West, West Virginia. In what year? N- 1945. And how many fatalities? Um, well, we don't know if there were any. But the parents were dead. They weren't dead. No bodies were ever well, recovered, so right? Like the house had just burned down. Who cares? They just moved. No, like the dad wasn't home, and I'm not Wait. sure where... Th- like, but did they maybe, talk, talk to the dad afterwards? Hold on. Let me see. Or did he drown? Well, I don't know. Drown? <laughs> Anything can happen. Okay. Let's see. You're not wrong. There's no way he's still alive. <laughs> what year was this? 1945. He could be alive. Who, the let's dad? Say, let's say he's 50 well, in 1945. You think he's still alive? Uh, let's say he's 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what, what that? He could be alive. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Hang on, let me Let's see. Let's say he was in his late 70s in 1945. Do you think he's still alive? I don't know. Yeah, he could be amazing. <laughs> um, so a building burned down, yeah. and the family just disappeared. It was just the kids that disappeared. Just the kids that disappeared. Yeah. So mom and dad are still are, were still around. Yes. And, and when the investigation, the guy doing the investigation also disappeared, and right. then no one would follow up on it afterwards. Right. Here's what happened to the guy who investigated it. So there's also a story that um, uh, <laughs> the guy who owned the house, the dad, um, he went to like his insurance salesman or whatever, and the insurance salesman was trying to push him getting uh, house insurance. Yeah. And he, like he, the dad wouldn't budge or whatever, and the guy like flipped out and was like, you know, like you, you're gonna regret this, like your house is gonna burn to the ground and your kids are gonna die and all this and you'll have nothing or whatever. <laughs> you won't have that sweet, sweet money. Yeah. And um. It happened like very shortly after, and no one questioned the salesman guy. I guess not. They were like, no. Or if they could, or Here's if they the did, they about didn't the private investigator. Why did he disappear? <clears throat> What's his tale? I don't know. Huh? You know what happened? Private investigator started looking into it, and the kids were like, "Dude, we left. We burnt the house to the ground, and we left. Come because, hang out with us because we yeah. had a I don't know a, a ch- tough childhood or whatever. We have skateboards, <laughs> but now where we are, we're safe and happy, and we have skateboards. Yeah. And the the uh, private investigator was like, "Cool, I'm gonna cancel the case then." 
And they were like, oh, well, you can't go back now. You know our dark secret. Yeah, that's probably what happened. I'm going to find you, BWK. Um, so <laughs> they, they were presumed dead in the fire. Yeah. Uh, but oh, was, wait, you're going to find me? How much? <laughs> One dollar. Um, but there was no <laughs> proof of like, um, like ashes, like of human flesh. Right. And um, they, someone, one of the uh, like policemen or firefighters said that like if, like the the fire was not hot enough to burn yeah, usually, their bodies completely. It usually isn't. Yeah. Um, was the mom hot enough? Ooh, that's another um, dollar fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, was the dad hot enough? Two dollar fine. Not in my America. I heard he was a flamer. <laughs> oh God, that's a, that's a two do it, <laughs> do it. Um, I find it so hard to believe that it just stopped. Like the mom and dad, their kids are missing, and they didn't pursue anything else. Like what happened to them? They were just like, ah, well, I'll start over. I'm sure they kept looking. They weren't like, we didn't find an answer two days later. This is really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. I don't want to yeah. do it. Why do we even have to learn this? I know that's so stupid. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. What, so, did they ever rebuild that house? I don't know. I don't did know. they ever find the remains of the children? No, they don't know what happened to the children. But even all these years later, Ugh, it's not like everything gets solved eventually. <laughs> what do you think? There's like these cases are just cold forever. <laughs> well, so far, yeah. Jeez. At first, this case was pretty fucking hot. <laughs> Come on, dude. That's a little insensitive, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Put another buck on the board. Another buck on the board. The Ford. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt's not really listening. <laughs> no, I am. I'm just trying to look up something for my next uh my next unsolved mystery. Well, you're up now, my baby. I boy. know, I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Someone take his binky because baby boy is up. Baby boy. Baby boy. <laughs> Great stall. Yeah. What the fuck? I can't find anything on it right now. I'm so fucking mad. Use your right brain now. then. Just use your memory. I, I can't like, even remember how to pronounce the fucking name of it. I have a suggestion. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> right, you two do that for one second. No, I already did it. <laughs> yeah, deal's it's done. Been done. <laughs> we made it as famous as it'll ever be. <laughs> Nobody will ever think it's funny again. <laughs> I don't think so. Come on, Matt, pick it up. I all right. I, I'll, I'll do a different one. Yeah, well, isn't that hard to find the thing that you found at one point in your life? Yeah. Yes. Well, well when I'm trying to like fucking vamp and look at the thing at the same time. All right, yeah. you two. Is it Rhode Island's neither a road nor an island? Just talk about that for a second. What's that? <laughs> what's that? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> is this good radio? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Rhode Island has both roads and. Um, uh, uh, man-made islands in some rivers. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, Matt. <laughs> Just because I'm Just not because talking, <laughs> you two can't carry the show for two seconds? Well, no. the show's about your fucking list. You know what's <laughs> funny is that you wanted this to be like a regular length episode, and you're like, let's kind of like, we'll you know, make it like an hour or so, and then uh, if it goes over, then it goes over. But <laughs> like, ever since we started, you've done nothing but take time. <laughs> Remember Headline Horse? I feel like it was two months ago. <laughs> Dude, Headline Horse was the best. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe he was. I like that he's like. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I right. like that Matt's like. Oh well, you know what? Like, why don't you guys just talk for a little while? Like, the show's about your about our list, yeah. dude. If we don't have a list, what do we have to talk about? 
Just uh, say it, and I'll tell you what I know about it. I can't even... Then go to your next one. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm looking up... I am looking up my next <laughs> one. I'm finding Pokemon things. <laughs> you fucking fuck. Should I just go, and then you can go twice? No. All right, we'll go to this one. <laughs> All right, so this one's uh, not a murder one. All right, so this one is something that I think is pretty crazy. Um, so does anybody remember the Phoenix Lights? No. No. You don't remember the Phoenix Lights? Um, so over Phoenix... Don't do that thing where is you this repeat back. <laughs> is this what you wanted to find? No, this is one that I just know off the top of my head. So are you going to abandon that one completely? No, when someone else goes, okay, I'll fucking look it up proper. Deep. Yeah, I've had them all queued up. I don't know what happened. Um, I hope you don't die like in the next five seconds, and then we have to... Decipher. Go the rest of our lives <laughs> not knowing what it was. No, it it's just it's a weird German word, and I it's it's I can't spell it in the thing, and that's why I'm not looking it up properly. Oh. Um. So anyway, so the Phoenix Lights. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, not a couple years, probably like early 2000s. Uh, these these lights appeared in the sky, and like this video of it because it was it was recent enough, and it was seen by thousands people in Phoenix, people in uh, New Mexico saw it. Uh, it was everywhere. It was absolutely everywhere. And the government explanation of this was that they were um, flares used for target practice, right? Mm -hmm. So we talk about, like, the Roswell crash landing, right? Yeah. And, like, the government was like, oh, it's a weather balloon. And, like, we think about that. And we're like, oh, that's so crazy. How could anybody have believed that? Something happened in 2000, like... I want to say eight. <laughs> and the government gave the same explanation of it's just this. And no, and everyone let it go. Well, why don't we just let Trump blow up the government and then all the secrets will leak right out? I'd love that. Um, but the Phoenix Lights. There's no way any of that's real. The alien technology and Phoenix Lights. and It is a weather balloon. It is friggin' flares. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a hard stance with the government. Yeah, you're the puppet. <laughs> you are. Um, I like your tinfoil hat, BWK. No, I'm saying none of that shit is real. All you guys in your bitch ass tinfoil hats. But um, so the Phoenix. What do you think of this new attitude? Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. <sighs> um, okay, so what? So they say oh, it was flares, and people are like, "Well, we refuse to believe that." Right, and the thing is, is the the lights came back to the same area in 2015. So they tested the flares again. Oh God, BWK, I. F fucking hate this hey, nagging attitude yeah, you have. You know what's a really good Unsolved Mystery is where BWK's fucking attitude came from. <laughs> um, well, don't you think it could just very well have been Flares? No, watch. I'll show ben you what Flair it is. Ben Flares, nice to meet you. <laughs> ah, you God, you two are the rudiest, tootiest bunch of bootiestes. Hmm. Huh. Um, it is like so clear when Matt is like doing something on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to show you the lights because y y there's no way that this could be flares. Like, I, it's also clear that we're very Rudy and Tootie. <laughs> Rudy and Tootie. I gotta say, I'm a little booty myself. <laughs> you are. Um, but it was like it was on the news and everything. This this is like from the news, mm -hmm. and it was like everywhere. I remember seeing it on the news at home because it was like national news that this had happened. All right, well, let's see. How do they move? They're just like lights that stay oh, perfect. It's, it's just like a row of lights? It's a row of lights, yeah, but like it would move slowly, and so like the stars would disappear behind it as it was going, huh. and then they just disappeared. And then they came back one more time, like two years later, and then they came back in 2015. And I got to say, looking at this video, that's fucked up. 
Right. <laughs> so that it's no Argentinian gnome. No, that's a little if this, facetious. But if that this, happened. If this happened, that happened. I would be blowing up everything I saw, thinking the world was over. But it did happen. I would be smashing every storefront window and taking all the TVs. And the the only the only explanation <laughs> Look how that was, bizarre that is. The only explanation that's that was ever given. Was that th- they said there was just flares? They used can't for possibly target. be flares. They're sitting perfectly still in the sky in a straight line. I know the ears of our listeners right now must be exploding. <laughs> they are very familiar. Well, with they should voice. be, <laughs> but not that volume. But um, that's a a mystery that's gone unsolved, or at least I'll put it this way: I think everybody knows what it is. It's just no one's calling it what it is, and it, and it went away. I can't believe how quickly it went away. And this isn't like a huge national story, and it didn't like stay, like. I'm trying to think what else happened that year. Like something crazy must have happened once the celebrity that just fucking wiped the slate clean. What of year this. was it? 2008. What movies came out in 2008? Each. The Dark Knight. So right there. Well, I I forgot about it then. Yeah. The <laughs> Dark like, Knight was 2008. Yeah. Oh my god. Now that's, like, that's a mystery. Almost ten years. Almost ten years. Uh, 2008 was a big year for movies. What yeah. else? Uh, Indiana Jones four, Iron Man. Um. It also happened in 1997. What happened? Oh what my god, we... Independence Day. It was 96. The Titanic. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone was watching Titanic. Oh when, yeah. When that happened. Um, but yeah, no, that's the um the Phoenix Lights. Look it up. The Did video is outrageous and that really fucking happened. It was it was seen by tens of thousands of people. It was reported like in record numbers of what was going on and everyone was just like maybe it's from one huh? of those seven new planets discovered. Maybe. Maybe it was. Let's hope so. DJ, your brain is weird. I can't believe how much movie knowledge you have <laughs> locked in there. Name a movie. Uh, Steel Magnolias. Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> BWK. Go ahead, BWK. <laughs> I'm going to look up my other two and have them fucking ready this time. All right. My story is about Tara Calico. Don't oh. know anything about her. Uh, yes. Is this on your list? No, but I know of it. Cool. So Tara Calico. Kind of a crime buff. <laughs> Tara Calico is this young girl who was, uh, who went missing. Uh, she was missing for a while, and then somebody found a Polaroid inside a parking lot of her with her mouth duct taped. Oh, I know what this is. Her hands tied behind her back, sitting pretty casually, actually, on a bed, and there was a boy next to her, like a young boy. And he was also had his mouth taped and his hands tied behind his back, and he was also being pretty casual in the photo. What, where, like, what were they on? They were sitting on a bed. Oh, I heard of a kidnapper. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god, I'm fighting you for that. <laughs> You're gonna find a three dollar fine. All right, fine. Nope, that was not intentional. <laughs> I'm good. What do you guys think? Um, they, I, so they never found her, right? I don't think that the picture of her like I've seen two pictures like one of her and that Polaroid it doesn't look like her you don't think so not really like I mean like en- enough that you can debate it but um, for me it has to be like very obviously exact but it's hard to tell because the uh, quality of the picture is a Polaroid it's not very defined yeah, and, and it's a Polaroid from like a trillion years ago yeah but it, it's really weird because if that is her, she was kidnapped in like, what Texas or something? No, yeah. New Mexico. Yeah, right? New Mexico. And then that photo, Florida. that photo was found in Florida. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean that happens. People get yeah. kidnapped and taken across the country all the time. Right. Yeah. But that's how I got here. <laughs> Glad to have you. Thank you. 
Um, yeah, and I guess the uh, they never identified that boy at all. Yes, that's the yeah. other part of that story that's really bizarre. It was like nobody want <laughs> the boy, nobody wanted. Yeah, no shit. Like this kid obviously has a family, and he Apparently went not. missing. So why isn't he's probably that kid from that fire you were talking about? <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> did not age yeah. at all over he, that forty years. He slept in Tupperware like that. <laughs> Are you afraid of the dark? Episode. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm trying to pull up the Polaroid, but you guys know it, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, I got it right here. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, the, the Polaroid was found in a parking lot, and in that same parking lot was this big, like, white van. I think they actually call it the White Van Murders, right? Or something like that? Uh, I haven't heard that. Or the White Van, or whatever. There was a big white <laughs> van that when the person who was in that van by himself got out, the Polaroid fell out of his car. And people it, saw that? It had no windows. Also. Huh. Except for a windshield. Do you think <laughs> nope, somehow... Not even that. Like that girl found the picture in like the van and somehow threw it out the window, like one of the front windows. That uh, just chilled me to my core. What do you mean, the, she, the girl in the picture found yeah, it? Like maybe she was in the van, found the picture, somehow like tossed it out of like the van somehow. Huh. Here's a question for you guys. Okay. If, um, so if that happened, DJ, uh, I will never sleep again. But uh-huh. it, here's the. We'll never know. Oh, thank God. So uh, the Yikes. the other thing, well, no, I mean, yeah. you got it. Yeah. The other thing is, do you think, so she looks like pretty casual and the, and the boy actually looks kind of casual too in the Polaroid. Do you think that they, there's a point where you've been kidnapped for so long, right? Like a couple weeks or something that like you're actually just kind of like chilling. Stockholm Syndrome. No, no, no. Not that you're like loving your situation or you're fine with the being kidnapped, but like there's just some downtime where you're not scared and yeah. you're not, you're just casual. You're just hanging out. Well, she has like a book next to her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. That That's her like favorite author. Or something. Yeah, right. which is crazy. So like, I feel like that means it has to be her. Yeah. It's just the picture that I saw of her that was like, you know, like a school photo or whatever. But didn't, you, didn't but, look like her. But do you me. guys think that, uh, but th- do you, do you think that there is probably time like you're kidnapped for a week? That you're no longer scared and you're just kind of sitting tough? Oh, well, I think you get used to any situation. Right. right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, like, are we just like lobsters that get used to the hot water until we burn up? Uh, yeah, I, I will. I think if you, you, like, you're kidnapped and you're not, like, killed or assaulted in any way, or at least killed in the first, like, week, you're kind of like, all right, I'm lucky to be alive still. So now I just got to figure out how I can get out of this situation. And you kind of like keep your cool and you're just trying to think like how to get out of it. Yeah, maybe. But that enlists a little bit of fear. Like that boy in the picture looks like he's like acting silly in front of the camera. Yeah, that gives me the impression that like. um, That is true. They don't like look scared. Yeah, they don't look scared, but he doesn't look silly. He's not like crossing his eyes or anything, you know. Like, it doesn't look like he's having a good time. I don't but know. It does look a little bit like... Fun? Like Is almost, fun to almost you, like, Almost like he's like, like, oh, the camera, you know, and like, like jumped in front of it or something, you know? I disagree with that. I, I think, to me, if you're being held captive and someone takes a picture of you like that and you act that way, it seems like you are kidnapped, but you nothing bad has happened to you yet. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You think that that is the maximum of your situation? Yeah, like maybe it's like a kidnap that, like, they wanted to. They think maybe it's like a ransom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a scary story. Yep, it's crazy. Deej, what do you got? 
Uh, my number three. Are we yeah, three. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> um, the Keddy murders. Keddie? I want to say yeah. I know what this is, but please go on. Yeah. Okay. Please. Uh, the Keddy murders is an unsolved 1981 American quadruple homicide Oof. that occurred in Keddy, California. Uh, the murders took place in cabin 28 um, during the late evening of April 11th, 1981, uh, or early the following morning. The victims were Glenna Sharp. Um, s- <laughs> wait, hold on. Yeah, Susan I know. Sarandon. Yeah, well, yeah, I kind of feel like I should say their names just so they're remembered. Yeah. Uh, Glenna Sharp, um, known as Sue. <laughs> That's weird. Hi, like my name's Glenn. You can Sue. call me Sue. Uh, maybe she was the mom or something. I don't know. So Glenna, her son John, uh, his friend Dana, and Sue. So Glenna, Sue, John, and Dana. Okay. They, they were they were all. Um, Pretty much teenagers, with the exception of Sue, who was 36. Tina was the, actually the other one. She was 12. Okay, so Glenna <laughs> is is Sue, and <laughs> John, uh, Jeez, Dana, and too. Tina were all like teenagers. <laughs> uh, they got no fine. What? That wasn't even a joke. <laughs> all right. So, um, so okay. So Glenna Sharp and her five children had been renting the cabin since uh, November of 1980. Uh, at approximately 7:45 in the morning. Uh, of April 12th, Sheila Sharp, uh, upon returning from the sleepover next door, discovered the tied-up bodies of Sue, John, and Dana in the home's living room. Um, the county sheriff deputies later determined that Tina Sharp was missing from the location. The murders have been commented upon for their particular viciousness. Ooh. Wait, yeah. so they they were dead when they were discovered by... Yes. What's her name? Um, cool sounding Sheila name. Sharp. Sheila Sharp. That's yeah. a hell of a name. Yeah, it is. Um... How were they killed? So, uh, let's see. Tell me in great detail. All right, well, I'll read Paint the next Paint me a page. picture. Uh, approximately 4,000 man hours spent on the case. Uh, it grew cold, but in 1984, the cranium portion of a skull was recovered near Feather Falls in the neighboring Butt County, <laughs> <laughs> a distance roughly 63 miles from Keddie. Um, <laughs> officers released both that the original... <laughs> Officer, the sheriff's office released both the original and backup copy <laughs> of the audio recording of uh, the anonymous call to an undisclosed member of law enforcement. So, you see, it doesn't say on the Wikipedia page like um, the exact like how they were murdered. So let me f- find that out. Were but, they uh, killed with kindness? If, if I'm not mistaken, I think this was like loosely based on um, or like. The Strangers, the movie, was oh, yeah. loosely based on this. Oh, okay, yeah, just a random, a random act. What was the name of those mu- m- these murders? The Keddy. Keddy, like the name Eddie with a K in front of it. Right, like Marty Jacetti. Yeah, but I've seen like some crime scene photos, and they're like pretty rough. Like people like tied up and like had their um, heads kind of like smashed in. Huh. Also, they said they found the part of the cranium far somewhere else. Yeah. So is that? Because the head was cut off? Uh, no, then it could just mean it was like, um, you know, beaten, I guess. And it was just badly enough that it uh, fell apart. Uh, so huh. you said that there was a tape. Yeah, there was um, an anonymous call. Can we find that tape? Uh, I don't want to. Oh, wait, I think I found it. Hell yeah. Let's see. God, I hope this is a jerky boy prank phone call. That'd be awesome. Frank Rizzo. <laughs> you playing it, baby? Yes, baby. 
Uh, cabin 28, The Ketty Murders, Part 2. Oh, deleted audio evidence. This might not be the tape. Okay, the next photograph is D11. And it shows the mother's bed on the left-hand side of the picture. This is... And Tina's bed on the right-hand side of the picture. And it shows a... Uh, this is haunting. This is not what this show is about. <laughs> sure it is. Leading from a lamp, which is inside of the box that has the... Uh, Salem written on it underneath of the TV tray. Uh, the cord's been cut, and when I looked at that cord, uh, it looked like it was probably too short to really tie anybody up with, but it had been cut. Uh, I don't know about this. Firstly, it doesn't sound like a call. I guess it's a it's a walkthrough of the evidence. Yeah, yeah. it definitely was not a call. I'm looking at the pictures now. Brutal. Ooh, Ooh, don't look at the pictures. A lot of blood. Yeah, don't look at the. These these are also very '80s pictures. I will say that. Yeah, there's like a plaid couch. Yeah, very very '80s. Am I right, everybody? Yes. <laughs> so what? So they just never found this murderer. No, and uh, uh, some of the um, how many murders? Four. Four. Yeah. The Ooh. scene suggested there's more than one killer. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. Then all the primary spe- suspects are dead. Oh, they had suspects. Yeah, they did. Huh. They died over time or in mysterious ways? Um, I think they just died over time. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the investigators have a personal stake in the case, too. What does that Sounds mean? Delicious. That means, like, they obsessed over it. Oh. Well, I mean, how could you not? I want to know more. I feel like these stories aren't making for great radio because we just want to investigate <laughs> right away. Um, Sheriff Hagwood um, is one of the... Uh, the cops on the case. Uh, he was a schoolmate of uh, the victims, Johnny and Dana, in the summer before the murders. They'd all worked together as teenagers on a painting crew. They, so, uh, it, oh, wait, it just, the the lead investigator knew the murder victims? Yeah, that, that, that's what they mean by this. That's personal. a conflict of interest. I mean, um, in a small town, how do you avoid it, right? Yeah. Uh, huh. Okay. Well, that's crazy. Uh, investigators say that people can confirm the killer's identities. What? Yeah. See, I'll read what this says. A vital thread, Gamberg says, is who knew about uh, Tina's remains placed in an isolated wooded area in neighboring Butt County and uh, who may have helped put them there. There are people locally who know more than they've said, Hagwood tells People Magazine, and I believe we've identified some of them, and we know who they are, and we know where they are, and I have every confidence that they either participated after the fact or they have firsthand information. But nothing ever happened. Nobody knows who did it. Huh. It just got dropped eventually? Yeah. Just went cold. It went cool. Cold case. Cold butt. Cold butt. You got a butt? Turn the temperature down. Nice. Hey, you got a butt? <laughs> hey, you got butt. <laughs> Great pickup line. All right, go ahead, Matt. All right, so here is the friggin' thing I couldn't find earlier. It is the oh, yeah. <clears throat> I murders. Oh, yeah. I know when you said time. it was a German word, I knew exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. Did you know what it was? Yes. There, there's an episode of Lore about this. This almost made my list because of like one factor that I like obsessed over. Was yeah. it the footprints? Yes. Tell us yeah. about it. So the Hinterkaifeck uh, murders. Uh, a, so when was this? Uh, 1920. This is old. Uh, in 1922, this happened uh, in Germany. Uh, Hinterkaifeck was a small farm. Uh, it was a very sm- small farming community. And six people were killed. Um, the husband and wife, age 63 and 72, 
uh, their daughter, who was 35, and uh, their daughter's children, uh, who were seven and two, and the maid, who was 44. So what happened was... Brand it, new maid, by the way. Brand new maid. That's like, right. The like maid second started... Second day on the job or something? First day on the job. She oh. just got hired that day. So the prior maid, six months earlier, were was complaining about hearing footsteps in the attic of this farmhouse and was convinced the place was haunted. So they fired her um, because they thought she was crazy, which is completely legit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so six months later, they hire this other maid. And the same day she starts... Well, they'll keep her mouth shut. Right. They keep her, uh, keep her mouth shut. Um, but before that maid started, the father also heard footsteps in the attic and also found uh, footprints... From the woods to the house, but never back out again. Yes. Ugh. Why didn't they go to the attic just to look? I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't find anything. So what happened? So what happened was, so the maid and the youngest, the two-year-old, were killed in the bedroom. The, the two-year-old was killed um, in oh. his crib with a pickaxe. Uh, they were actually all killed with a pickaxe. And then the other four were all found dead uh, in the barn. Now the theory is that they were lured into the barn one by one after afterwards, but th- that can never be proven. Um, another, uh, so so that happened. So this murder happened, and then they are convinced that after the murder, whoever did the murder lived in the house for about a week because all the farm animals were kept being fed, um, meals were being eaten in the kitchen. The, the mail was taken in. Yeah, like the mail was taken in. All that stuff. Um, so these people had been dead for over a week, and this person just lived there and just kept the farm going and then just left. That's not easy work. No, he was a skilled farmhand. Um, so so the idea is that some loon was living in the attic. Maybe. And then came down, murdered the family. Yeah, could be. Um, no, one was ever fa- uh, no one was ever found. They had um, a couple suspects, but nothing ever panned out. Another to add, to add insult to injury, uh, their their heads were removed for autopsy purposes, and then the town lost their heads, so they were born without heads. I mean, <laughs> buried <laughs> the exact opposite of born. They were buried without heads. <laughs> Should have started there. Really buried the lead. Oh, oh my god. Oh boy. Um so they were born without heads. They were born without heads. <laughs> really got my attention. <laughs> Go on. Uh so time went on. Um they actually demolished the house the following year and now there's nothing there. Yeah. They didn't even rebuild it. It's just like a little small monument to commemorate the family. But yeah, these murders happened in this community. No one knows anything about it. It was in 1922, so obviously, you know, resources were limited and just a brutal murder of a whole family. What the hell would you it. do if you looked out like your back window or your back porch and you just saw footprints in snow leading up to your your house? How do they report that? So that's like part of the story, but like how does anyone know that that happened? Is that what the 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 maid who quit said? No, no, no. Because like I, a lot I, of that story was was dictated by the maid who quit, right? Well, uh, yeah, but the father uh, reported it to uh, 
I'm sure the neighbor said that the father. Oh, that's right. The neighbor. There was like some nosy neighbor who kind of like hated them, or they were like a hated family in town, or something. Right? There's a lore episode that really goes into detail on this. Yeah. Um, um, not to promote another podcast, but it is a yeah. Boston podcast. Um. But yeah, no, the hinter and facker, hinter five kick. But like I, I have in my apartment. I'm on the first floor, and I have a back like a slider door, and right there's like a little um patio and then uh, a small like land uh, like a strip of grass and then woods so if i open my curtain <laughs> fuck that one day <laughs> and look and see footprints leading from the snow i will fucking lose my mind okay note to self he will lose Put his head. footprints in the back of dj's house anyway <laughs> oh my god he's really writing it down <laughs> you want me to go yeah go ahead Okay, uh, I don't mean to chomp your flavor here, but mine's equally as grim. <laughs> okay, chomp it. All right, this is the story of Nathan Barjona. Don't know him. Never met him. Typhonated last name, Bar I, and Jonah. I've heard of this. You have? Yeah. This is disgusting. So Nathan, I'm just going to call him Nathan because his last name is annoying to say, uh, was a sort of like known child molester. And uh, when they finally like arrested him, they found in his house a uh, so there was this this kid, Zach Ramsey, who went missing in town and they never found the body or whatever. But when they arrested Nathan, they found a note in his house that had Zach Ramsey's name on it. So fucked up. And on, and also on the note it said uh, it had like other kids' names on there too. And the note said, "Little boy pot pie served in." Served with a side of roasted child. So it had his name and then it said that underneath. And they were written in his handwriting. Yeah. Little boy Popeye served on the side with roasted child. Now here's the other thing. He also hosted a lot of barbecues. Oh. Yeah. I honestly, so just because of the times, I thought you were going to say hosted another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Way uh, ahead of his time. Uh, this was in 19... 19- Actually, no, he was arrested. He died in 2008. Could have hosted a podcast. Just like me. He never even got to see The Dark Knight. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, well, how late into April? Yeah, so he missed it. Hi, <laughs> 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 uh, But yeah, so basically, the idea, the, the unsolved part here is that why did he have that note? Also, he had a meat grinder in his basement that had. <sighs> human hair stuck in it. Mmm. Tasty. Uh, and then later, like a couple years later, they after, after he's arrested, a couple years later, they dug up his old home and they found a bunch of little bones there. Huh. But he never confessed to anything and they never had any proof to really say that he did it. So what happened? Did he stay in jail or did they like, gotta let him go? Yeah, he stayed in jail. He died in jail. Oh, well, that's good. But uh, this was in Worcester. I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> Massachusetts? Yeah, right up the street. That's not what it wraps the street, but... Well, yeah. it was in Worcester. Dollar 25. I did not know that. Uh, so here's the thing associated with that. Um, there's this other podcast, not to promote another podcast. Wait a second. Do you think that this guy killed and then fed these little kids to his neighbors? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Probably. That's what it sounds like, right? I think the... 
the giveaway is that you have a meat grinder in your basement and there's human hair in it. And you host barbecues. And you right. host barbecues and you wrote down a recipe for a little boy pot pie served with roasted child. So here's the thing. Um, I feel like you guys should all be shivering to death. Well, yeah, I've I mean, never like, had little boy pot pie. Quit it. <laughs> I'm putting you down. Yeah. Put me down. Um, so there's another podcast called The Sword and Scale. It's a true crime podcast. I had to stop listening. It's too real. It's Well, it is. Yeah. Episode, it's so well done. It is. It's very well done. If you, if you're, if you like this episode at all, Every one of those episodes is like this, and it's fucking insane. But they do this. There's one episode uh, that has to do with um, little boy Popeye. So this is what it is. Uh, this this guy who uh, hosted some children's show got busted for like child porn and all this stuff. And what happened was is they they uncovered these conversations of him having with uh, Yahoo. Did you hear this, dude? Uh, so there are like <laughs> <laughs> there's like eighty or so episodes of this podcast, and only <laughs> and it's like it's all like very grim and brutal stuff. But there are three that are labeled explicit, and this is one of them. Yeah, and it's fucking. This is the first insane. one I got to so far. But any so, sentence that starts, dude, <laughs> is about to get real quick. So this yeah. is what happened. So what this podcast is is um, it's it's an hour and a half of this more or less. It's it's a computer generated voices reading the conversations that were saved on this guy's computer between him and these other cannibalistic pedophiles through Yahoo Messenger, and it's like even for me, and I'm not trying to say like I'm whatever, but like I'm pretty desensitized. Even for me, I was like I'm a little like uncomfortable listening to this for this long because it's just this emotionless voice of this this computerized guy voice and this computerized girl voice and it's just going back and forth and it's just like I would you know go and what they're doing is like the girl who's like claiming to like have done this before and this guy who's like a newbie at it and she's giving him like cooking tips on like what the best cuts are on a child and like how to prepare them it's fucking insane they're just talking about how they kidnap kids Molest them, kill them, and then eat them. Yeah. And they're like, ta- like getting off on it, talking about it with each other. It's right. fucking haunting. Yeah, it's, it's and so it, it it happened. Yeah, like right. they they're not just like fucking around. No, so the guy claimed when they when he got busted, the guy claimed he was like it was all fantasy. I've never done anything, and they didn't have well, anything you're to prove still that. A fucking did. freak. Right, but like the other people, it's. You know the the jury's out on that, yeah. but it's very They're very like, scra- crazy. Well, because yeah. sending people everybody send each other like pictures and stuff. yeah, sending pictures fucked. of like uh, them like choking kids and stuff like that. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. All right, everybody I saw the knows sentence "little boy pot pie" and I wanted to puke for a month. Yeah, I can't, I don't think I have the stomach for that show. No, you, the the show is good. There's other episodes that I think you'd like, but that one I would just, I I would steer clear of it if you if you can't handle it because it's brutal. Yeah, it's episode twenty of Sword and Scale. If you yeah, just <laughs> episode twenty, Sword and Scale. I feel like I should jump in there though and see if I can handle it. You all right. at at, <laughs> at first you're like, oh, this is weird, but it just keeps going, and then after a while you're like, I can't believe that this is a conversation between two people, and yeah. it, and it is. <laughs> I like am too like empathetic as a person. I, or is it empathetic? What's the one where you like put or you are, or you put yourself in their shoes? Empathetic. Yeah. Yeah. So I like sometimes I let people get away with saying weird shit by being like, oh, they were just fucking around or whatever. Like, oh, I can I can understand that. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, there's a victim here, and now I feel all their pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah. the guy from the Green Mile. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you look just like him. Yeah. <laughs> Michael yeah. Clark Duncan. <laughs> uh, all right. So anyway, that's mine. My number two. Hell yeah. 
Uh, DJ? My number two is who stole my lunch? <laughs> <laughs> is that your number two? That's my number two. There's a fucking asshole in my work who keeps stealing everybody's lunch. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. What's Nobody knows who it is. What's the evidence? Uh, let's see. You, like, all right. So you go into work, right? You put your lunch in the fridge. Duh. And, uh, I'm with then you, you so far. Yeah. Th- so then you start your day, and you're like, you know, you go through breakfast or whatever. And you're like, yeah, breakfast is okay, but I can't wait. Like that lunch that I brought. What do you like, bring for lunch typically? Like a sandwich. Um, maybe leftovers from the night before. What kind of sandwich? Uh, like deli meat. Like I d- on a good week, it's roast beef. But on an, a regular week, it's probably like turkey or ham or something like oh, that. I do love turkey. Throw a little cheese and mustard on there. You get a good sandwich and maybe a little side of like chips and something. And I, like a can of Coke. You roast know what I mean? child. Coke is at its best when it's in a can. Tell me I'm wrong. Bottle? No. Wait. How big is the bottle? Is it the bottle? No, no, size? no. He's right about the can. bottle size. The can <laughs> Glass keeps bottle. the keeps the coke oh. a lot colder. Yeah, and then also um, they use more syrup. I'm down with a glass bottle, but uh, a two liter bottle is cool. But if you have a, like a twenty ounce, fuck that. It goes flat too quick. Yeah. So go ahead. So you're looking forward to this lunch, and then you go into your, the fridge where everybody's lunch is, and you wait. Hold on a second. My lunch isn't in here. I could have sworn I put it in here. But no, some fucking asshole. How many times has this happened to it's you? Hap- it has happened to me a couple of times, and it's happened to a lot of other people a bunch of times. So so you have like a brown paper bag and someone just swipes it? Yeah, or even like a plastic bag that says, you know, like a store on it. Or it says like DJ. No. You don't have surveillance cameras in your lunchroom? We do, but like how do you decide, you know, like someone's going in and reaching for like a bag and grabs it you like all the bags kind of like look the same or very similar to other ones you know, you know i steal I mean? people's milk all the time at work oh my god a we confession. have we have community milk and we have like 30 things of milk so that's not even a problem milk just, i just take like a little splash just to take the edge off of the coffee yeah you cutting the coffee i think i like i have a suspicion of who it is you should just point a finger at him yeah, I, I did but he claimed it wasn't him and then i was like all right fine i'll give you the benefit of the doubt he and was like now the more that i caught him on the camera <laughs> not me <laughs> I caught him on the sofa. not me um the you know what you should do yeah ink bomb him i know i was thinking of that too but then i ruined my sandwich like this is like disappearing ink <laughs> yeah, that's how you get them. <laughs> you can catch them for a limited time. <laughs> uh, no, but you ink bomb them, but you don't actually have your sandwich in there. You bring something like per- non-perishable. Yeah. Put it in your desk. Like a porcupine. Yeah. Yeah, you get them stuck. Yeah. I used to steal people's lunches at uh, work I, uh, when I worked with Dooley. You seem like the type. Did what, it all the time. What? How? Tell, tell us about the mindset and of a why? lunch thief. Uh, one day I was hungry, and I didn't have any food, so I opened the fridge. And there was food in there, and no one else was in there, so I ate it. What, what was the food? A frozen pretzel. <laughs> and a then someone came out. Frozen pretzel? And then, someone, and then like an hour later, somebody came out furious that someone had eaten their frozen pretzel, and I thought it was very funny. You yelped up. No, I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, my God. And like I was like the first to be like, that's outrageous. Let's like, find them. Right. <laughs> you got like mustard on your chin? Yeah, more or less. And then it just kept happening for like at least once or twice a week. And what then, the uh, fuck? You did it more? Oh, yeah. Well, I was getting a kick out of it. And I told Dooley I was doing it, too. And Dooley was getting a kick out of the it. The ultimate high. <laughs> so this person was always bringing a pretzel? I, I did it to everybody. And then I also did And then I also claimed it happened to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Like, somebody ate my sandwich. This empty bag. Were they like, what kind of sandwich was it? I was like, I, I don't know. What does it matter? And I was just like, shut up. Get away from me. And uh, Suspect. And then after I left, um, Dooley told him that it was me. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, what did they say? I guess the, the secretary was like, that little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> ah, victimless crime. So, uh, That's what you think. So basic, I know, there are victims in that crime. So basically, uh, if this kid that you suspect to be the lunch thief is the lunch thief, he'll do what Matt did and he'll lie. Yeah. Yeah, he's a shitbag, too. You know what you got to do? Have me come in. I can, it takes one to know one. I'll know, yeah. who, I'll know who did it. Sniff him out. Yeah. I know who did. You, it. you know what pisses me off the most is that like I hope I this ha- mystery gets solved. N- it ne- I don't think it will. I had two pounds of like deli meat. Oh like, my god! I had, like pounds. Well, actually, no, it's probably two half pounds. It's like half roast beef, half turkey, and then cheese. Yeah. And they took all of it. Well, that's too much. Yeah. In that's one like, swoop, that's like a week's worth yeah, of that's, lunches. That's groceries. They, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Even I have limits. I wish I knew who it was. I'd fucking kill them. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, BWK dropped a a notebook. Jesus Christ. Pick yourself up. Get over it. Go ahead, Matt. That's my number two. Who stole my lunch? Who stole my lunch? Uh, My number two is the um, the mystery of Lars Metank. Do you know this one? No. Did we talk about that? Was that our number five? No. Lars Metank. The mystery and disappearance of (laughs) Lars Metank. Um, Eliza Tank. This happened in 2014. Um and this person was 20, uh, it was a man, he's 28 years old, and he went uh, to Bulgaria um, on vacation with some friends. While he was there, he got into like a little scuffle with some people, and uh, he ended up having to go to the hospital um, to get like uh, stitches or something. He got, um, or like he had, uh, he got hit in the ear, and he had like an ear problem. Mm-hmm. So the doctor said, um, you probably shouldn't fly yet, you know, whatever. So he took the advice, and when the time came to leave, he told his friends, uh, go on. I'm going to just stay here and finish out this treatment, and I'll be back. I'll leave afterward. Um, and then uh, he became ultra paranoid and like started to like tell his mom that like he thought people were after him. And then he just disappeared, and no one has seen him since. Now here's the thing. Here's here's the where it gets weird. There's surveillance footage of him going to the airport, walking into the airport with his stuff. And then, like, he walks off camera, and then, like, a few minutes go by, and then he just sprints out the door without his stuff and, like, hops a fence and runs into the woods. Whoa. And no one has seen him since. The footage is outrageous. Are you looking so at So here it is. This is the footage. That's him in the yellow. Okay. So he's, he's, uh, he's walking. Yep. He's walking. This is from the, uh, from the airport, and that's... Um, that is... So it's just another angle of him walking? Yep, that's him in the back over there. And then runs out the door. Without his bag? Yep. He's still running. There's literally nobody chasing him. Right. It's a, There's like a wide-angle shot, and yep. you and can see that nobody's behind him. And this is the last that we've seen of him. Just runs off. Jeez. That, that footage was like... Have you ever seen that uh, gif of... The guy who sees a spider on his wall, and then he like walks away from it, goes into his bedroom, packs a suitcase, <laughs> leaves his house, goes to the airport, then goes like to NASA, and then takes off on a, a rocket to the moon, and then he, it just says nope, and then like the world explodes. Yeah, that's what that footage was like, more or less. Um, it just kept getting like further and further away from where he was. <laughs> yeah, but this only happened in uh, 2014. It's only three years ago. He still hasn't been found. Um, like, and there's no body that's been found or anything. He has no history of mental illness. He a, he's an American? He's an American. You know what's weird, too, is that he sprinted out at first, and then the, the next video, it was like a light jog. Yeah. 
But like you could see from the video that there was literally nobody in Chase. Yeah. No. So maybe, maybe okay, maybe he got into that fight, and those people were like, "We're gonna kill you." He couldn't leave right away. They harassed him for a, what a week or something. Something like that. Yeah. And then he got to the airport, and they were waiting for him. So he took off. And where was this Bulgaria? Yeah. Ugh. Rusev Matska. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a dangerous sounding voice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, he's... Uh, they probably he's, were waiting for him in the airport, and they were like, we got our gun ready, we're ready to get you. And then he was like, fuck it, I'm out. He threw his bag at them, and he took off. Yeah, but I don't know, it, was, it, was, it wasn't like a big serious thing. But here's like the a, thing, it's years later, and they haven't found him. Right, and it's, uh, it, was like a, it was like a little bar, it was like a, a, a scuffle on the beach. It wasn't even like a serious thing, and it wasn't big, and like, no one even like got in trouble. Like, <laughs> it was just some stupid thing, he just got hit in the ear. Um, so some people suspect that maybe he did suffer a head injury, that no one was able to diagnose, but that's unlikely because it wasn't such a traumatic force of a, a hit or that's, anything like that. That's scary. But um, but yeah, imagine What's that. the other suspicion? The other suspicion is that... Um, he was murdered? Well, no one knows for sure, but I thought you meant like, what was the other suspicion as to why he did that? Yeah. Uh so I don't know. Some people think that maybe he did have mental illness that no one ever found out about, or something like that. But so he, but he went on that trip with his friends, and his friends were like, "No, he was cool the whole time." Yeah. Very weird. It is weird, and it's weird, and it's like, very, Ugh, why are we recording this at eleven o'clock at night? It wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, yeah. I probably won't see any of you again. Yeah, no shit. I'm glad we get to walk out together. How yeah. far away did you park? Pretty close. Okay, good. Me too. <laughs> okay. All right, great. I'll just stay in the basement alone. Is it okay to park next to the snowbank that's on your side of the street? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> in, in case the folks at home wanted to know what side of the street to park on, either side is fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's my number two. BWK. By the way, I got a ticket the other day. Here? No. Oh, okay. Um, in in Jamaica Plain. Oh, Jamaica. How was it? Uh, very warm. Nice. So, uh, I parked on in a spot on the side of the street, but I started my car. Yeah, I can start my car with my phone. So I started my car up with my phone just to warm it up, and I got a ca- I got a ticket for idling, what? Le- leaving a vehicle while idling. Did you fight it? No, I haven't yet. I got it yesterday. You gotta fight it. You have to yeah. be like, I have an automatic car starter. It's the winter. What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. such an easy fight. Yeah, be like. I mean, I will admit, I was nowhere around the car. Right, I was inside, and also the, I, the it, point of an automatic running, car starter. It was running for like ten minutes. All right. But the ticket I got said leaving a vehicle idling. The keys weren't even in it. They weren't. That's stupid. Yeah. I want to fight for you. Okay. Hire I'll, me as your lawyer. I'll fight it. Are you sure? Yeah. I have jury I love duty tomorrow. Arguing. I'll be at the courthouse anyway. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Saving you a trip. There you go. Wow. <laughs> Everything's coming up Millhouse. Yeah. Uh, I, I really have jury duty tomorrow. Do you guys have you guys ever done it? I just had it the other day and then I missed the Did you know that you can call the day before to know if to let, they'll let you know if you need it or not? I did call and they said to come. Damn. Yeah. I didn't know that, and I didn't need to go, but I went anyway, and I got breakfast instead. I am going to get put on a jury. You probably are. I'm afraid to get jury duty. I try to get Does it. Does it absolutely happen to everyone? Yes. Yeah, it's your civic duty. Like, at, like are, you, are, one you, po- are you registered to vote? Uh, I don't know if that ran out. If you're not registered, you won't, you won't get it. Oh, hey. How about that loophole, huh? Yeah. Um, oh, you should get registered. <laughs> hey, you should mind your own fucking business. <laughs> oh, all right. If you like the show, support the show. Go to top five of death. Um, 
Facebook.com. You can find links to everything. Go to Facebook.com slash Top 5 of Death to join in the discussion of what we'll be talking about. I'm sure we'll be talking about many a mystery here on Facebook.com slash Top 5 of Death. If you solved any of these mysteries, let us know. Or if you're uh, guilty <laughs> of any of these mysteries, let us know. Yeah, let us know first and foremost. And if you know anything about any of the missing people we've talked about, let us know. Us, though. Not the police or their families, but tell us. Uh, also, go to patreon.com slash top five of death where you can support the show and get access to uh, the What's Goofing show where you can hear more headline horse that we all love. He's not even on this week. No, he isn't. No, but he was on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, he made it up to the. That's right. He's getting called up. Uh, follow wow. us on Instagram and Twitter, both at top five of death. And if you have a death about how you died, send it to top five of death at gmail.com. And Lewis, we haven't forgot about you. We'll get you next week. Well, is this episode long enough to split to two? No. But it's going to be just over long and just over too long when we go through our number ones. Okay, uh, so I'll go. No, I'll go do my number one. Numero uno. Okay, this is a crime case that has like I've been obsessed with for years. I feel like we might have the same number one. I doubt it. The Greyhound murder. Oh fuck! Go on. In Canada. In Canada, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about this. Okay, so this is a story that happened like a few years ago, probably like six years ago. Um, it's this this man. My fucking phone is frozen. Okay, this this man Tim McLean. He uh, was on a Greyhound bus, right? And he was going from like New York to Calgary or something like that. Alberta, Canada. Yeah. Uh, and he was just he. It was a really long bus ride. He was sitting next to this to this man, and uh, basically they they stopped a couple times. He started to like get to know the guy. Uh, a little bit, but they didn't really talk on the bus. Then, out of nowhere, the guy fell asleep. Tim fell asleep. And the man that's sitting next to him, his name is Vince. Vincent or something. He just took out a knife and sawed the kid's head off. Oh. While the bus was en route driving. So No one noticed? No, everyone noticed. <laughs> oh. Everyone <laughs> Fled the bus in a panic. Everyone yeah, was running off the bus. The bus driver was so smart. He got everybody off, uh, everyone off the bus, but the guy was just focused on killing this kid. Oh, he was a kid. He was like 20. He was like 22. Yeah. Uh, the the murderer guy was focused, just focused on, on sawing this kid's head off. Um, and all the people got off the bus on the highway. The bus driver disabled the bus so that he couldn't, the killer couldn't get out. Yeah. Then he successfully severed the head and was like brandishing it to the people outside the bus who Jesus. who were like couldn't they couldn't escape. They were in the middle of the highway, right? In the middle of nowhere too. In the middle right. of nowhere, yeah. Uh, and they were all like screaming and panicking and barfing. And this guy then started like eating the body of this kid. Okay. The police came. There was a little bit of a standoff, but he kind of like went quietly it took the police like six hours to get there that's how in the middle of nowhere it was oh my god yeah so but he went quietly and when they they patted him down and stuff they found that he had kept like his eyes and his lips and part of his liver in his pocket like he was saving it for later or something yeah it was like his tongue nose and teeth i think in his pocket or something like that something like that um (laughs) okay uh so they arrested the guy he would not speak he would not speak and then he goes to trial uh they put him on the st- on the stand in at the trial because th- he wouldn't talk. And when he was on the stand, they would ask him questions, and all he would say was, "Just please kill me." That's that's what the killer was saying. So what happened was inevitably they sent him to an insane asylum, right? 
uh, they found out that he thought this guy was the was pure evil. This kid, right? Who did? Who literally spoke no nothing to him? They shared a cigarette. That's it. Um, he thought he was evil, and the voice of God was telling him to kill this kid. But nobody knows what happened to this man to make that happen. Like he had never had any kinds of episodes like that before. He was totally one hundred percent sane, and he just was sitting on a bus for hours and then he snapped and saw the guy's head off and ate his body. Seems like a pretty solved mystery to me. Well, they solved the crime. <laughs> they solved the crime. They don't know, even the guy himself doesn't know why he thought God was talking to him in that moment. Did he return to sanity? Well, kind of. He, uh, two years later, he was released. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's walking around a free man today. He murdered somebody, sawed their head off, cannibalized their body, and now he walks the streets. How? That's Canada for you. I don't know. They Basically, they don't know what happened to him. He doesn't know what happened to him. And it was basically, they're kind of like, there's no way to prove that this guy is insane. So we're like, we'll just let him go. I don't know if I heard this or if this is from like this case. I could be confusing it, so hopefully um I'm trying not to tell any tales out of school here. But I think one someone made the argument that he thought this one guy was pure evil and that's the only reason he killed him and he would never hurt anyone else. Like he killed the guy that he thought needed to be killed. He has no desire to kill anyone else, so now he's not gonna do it. So like that was part of a like, like a he's factor. taken out the evil and now it, yeah the world is safe. That's wow! I can't believe they let him out. Yeah, he How? was released in two thousand eight. Has he's, has anyone done like an uh, like an just interview in time with him? for the Dark Knight? <laughs> <laughs> has uh, has anyone like an uh, an interview with him since? He does. He does not know what happened. So they like uh, he can't huh. talk about it. So it, what happens if he does this again? Like who's going to be held accountable for letting him out in the first place? So there are some people that believe that like he is like a warrior of God and spotted pure evil. <laughs> some people agree with that? Yes. That doesn't what? surprise me. I guess it, I guess you're right. So, I don't know. There's just like this there's like a it's people that like have investigated like you know, people that like don't deserve to have their opinions told who believe that like these kinds of things happen all the time because people like spot pure evil and are able to like vanquish it it's just a really weird thing like like you get called by god in that moment to do it this guy literally had no reason to ever kill no reason to kill this kid and then suddenly was like i have to do it so that's the part of this which is a mystery. So here's the: Did anything ever come out? Like, what about this victim's family, or or his history? Does this victim does this victim have any type of like history of violence or like? No, the he the victim is um, a, a member of the satanic cult of the underground Illuminati. <laughs> no, he's just. Uh, a, I was like, he's just a kid. Really? <laughs> he's just a 22 year old kid. He worked at, at a carnival and he was going home to visit. Like uh, family. There's a sword and scale episode on this. Oh, is, is there? Is yeah. there really? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna listen on the ride home. I'm listening to like what? the whole thing. 
I cannot wait to get to my fucking car and drive home and just get to my house and lock everything <laughs> I have. <laughs> I just, I am so fascinated by this story. So I'm so creeped out right now. I, I kind of, like, I'm having fun, but I <laughs> kind of wish we didn't do this. <laughs> or at least did it during the day, yeah, for Christ's sake. I, I can't wait till, like, I turn to the left and there's Don't. just somebody standing in this room. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I go. Anyway, I think uh, um, hello. I'm really interested to hear the sword and scale version of this because it's very. I'm sure it's very detailed and awesome. You talk to the like, or you don't talk to, but uh, you hear the side of the story from the victim's mother. Ooh, yeah, that's the other thing about that show. They have like act the actual people on it all the time. It's so well done. It's the best true crime, true crime podcast, podcast for sure. Yeah. So they're gonna make it a regular TV show. Are they? Uh, that's what I heard, yeah. Oh, good for that guy. That's what yeah. they're doing with lore, too. Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, Aaron, thanks for listening, Mankey. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> no. Oh, when you... you oh, like, we, we tried yeah, to reach out yeah. to him, and he snubbed us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I reached out to him, and he snubbed me. Yeah. yeah. What a butt. Did you guys reach out, too? No. No, but this we reached out is, on the... This guy is so popular. Yeah. So what? We're from the same goddamn town. <laughs> state. Got a little, a little a small Boston pride out about you. It's a small state. You tell me he's too big. He goes on these other people's show. Small we'll go to him for Christ's sakes. We'll take our equipment. Fuck it. I will, I'll. We should just. We should just go to his house. Yeah. We'll kick his ass. Show up at Aaron Minky's house. Yeah. Force him to do a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be like, listen, we do an hour and a half. You do like 15, 20 minutes. What's the difference? Yeah. Uh, He'd be so exhausted by the end of it. Also. uh Whatever we have a we have a good f- listener base too. Yeah, we do, but no one's making our top five of death TV show. Yeah, I've been trying to pitch it for years. Where we don't wear pants. Shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, DJ number one. Uh, my number one is the murder of Dorothy Jane Scott. Doctor Scott. Doctor Scott. <laughs> Doctor Scott. Rocky. Go ahead. <laughs> um. So okay, so. Uh, Dorothy Jane Scott was from um, Anaheim, California. She was... So, was, huh? I know yeah. where this is going. So, w- from what I have researched, um, she sh- lived and worked in California and... Wait, did you not know where this was going when he said the murder of Jane Scott? <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy must, Jane Scott. I must have missed that So, um, <laughs> th- there were reports of her being like... Um, Getting like phone calls from someone she worked with that were like unsettling, like saying that he wanted to kill her and that he like was in love with her, <laughs> like it was kind of like a back and forth between that. Like he, he, um, he was in love with her, and I think he thought she was cheating on um her husband or something like that. I don't know, or like she, she was like having an affair with another man. Okay, it was how it was worded, um. And that, like, angered him. So he was, like, threatening to kill her and all this shit. So uh, one of her friends um, got a spider bite. So she took him to the hospital. And she was waiting in the emergency room or whatever. And then he gets done, like, after seeing the doctor. And then um, they go to leave. And she uh, tells him to stay right there. She doesn't want him walking in his weakened condition. So she goes to her car. And then, like, their other friend, who I guess they were with, um... You know, they were waiting outside and they see her car come speeding at them and it goes right by them and leaves the parking lot. Okay. Yeah. So that was the last time she was ever seen. Or they didn't know who was driving, uh, because the the bright right, lights, right, right, yeah. you know. So they don't know if her if she drove away like from her like A pursuer. Yeah, pursuer or if she was like um like overpowered and like the right. the killer like 
was driving the car. So she was she wasn't um how was she killed? Uh I think I think she was like missing for a while and they didn't find anything until um yeah, so no arrests have ever been made. Uh abduction and murder. Hold on. So did months she, did like was she actually found dead or was she just never found at all? Yeah, she had to have been found dead. It says disappearance and murder. So she was definitely murdered. Um but like they I'll I'll skim through and see if I can find the uh, the details of it. But uh, they found her, um, like they found a watch like in the middle of the woods that uh, was it stopped on May twenty ninth at twelve thirty a.m. and she went like that happened uh, like the the car thing happened May twenty eighth like the night of May twenty eighth. So like they found this watch that uh, stopped right after she went missing. What's huh. her name again? Dorothy Jane Scott. My God. Um, so, and also, like, her family was getting phone calls. Like, her mom specifically was getting phone calls from someone, um, like, unidentified that said that he was, like, confessing. He confessed to her murder and said that he, like, was in love with her and was giving details. Like, he, I think he even called the police and was giving details to them to prove that he did it because there were details that weren't released to the press yet. Like, that she was wearing, like, a red scarf and that her friend had a spider bite and all that stuff um and then he the autopsy could not confirm it de- or determine a kind of death yeah huh so he's the killer stopped calling um the mother because one day uh when he called uh dorothy's son answered the phone and he just hung up and never you never got the call like they never got the call ever again that's hmm. so we- no one ever didn't yeah. have like a trace route or no. You would think that like this is what eighty four. Yeah, that's very much in the realm of the technology. Like, wouldn't you think that if so, they were like, yeah, it was a guy at work. Um, oh, this says right here: police installed a voice recorder and tracer on the phone, but was never able to trace the call. Yeah, he never stayed on the line long enough because huh. the man never stayed on the line long enough. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, do they have? Did they ever release those audio tapes of those recorded calls? Uh, I don't know. They probably didn't. Uh, I don't know. They, from the 80s, they, they weren't as meticulous in the 80s. They're still on cassettes. No one ever digitized them. Yeah. That's the only reason why. I don't know. It's crazy. Like it, it, I don't know if, like, just because how I'm um, saying it, like, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I am confusing it with someone else. But, like, if you have someone who you work with that is calling you and saying that they love you and want to kill you and all that shit... You would think that they, they could find that person, but like, the w- I guess the way I'm wording it makes me think maybe I have that wrong because did they ever talk to that person? I don't think so. They were just like, no, it's probably not him. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, I guess not. Huh? That's crazy. That is some crazy ass. Ugh, so creepy. Yeah. I hope this doesn't uh, like ruin anyone's view on the show or like no it's fine I, I hope it's, they, an, it's a topic of an episode it's yeah. a very open-ended show yeah, we can do whatever the hell we want skip to but, a fun one top five trucks <laughs> trucks baby um all right should i do my number one yeah yeah my number one's a classic um and that is the unsolved case of the murder of john benet ramsey yeah that was on my list too yeah it was on my list too i just assumed it'd be on everyone else's uh, there was a few like there are uh, a bunch of cases that i like wanted to put on my list but they're either very well known or something that i've talked about a hundred times like i would 
love to talk more about Paradise Lost and like the West Memphis Three case, but I feel like I've talked about that enough on the show. But like the serial case with Heyman Lee, yeah, um, and you know making a murderer and all that. And, like I, I hope I find the answers to those, or like we find the answers to those before like we all die. Yeah. So the thing that like is so if if you're not familiar with the Jomini Ramsey case. I don't know. Maybe we have like younger listeners who very well could not be that aware of it. Yeah. Um, she was a um, she was a child beauty pageant uh, contestant who was killed at the age of six back in uh, 1996 um, in her own house in the basement uh, with a lot of um, things not adding up from the family. However, yeah, no one has ever been convicted of the crime, and nothing's ever been proven. Um, that it was or was not a family member, or or what? Didn't something very recently come out about this, where they found the, like the, the father like confessed or something? No, the son recently spoke on Doctor Phil, and he hadn't mm-hmm. given an inter- he had never given an interview. Yeah, it's been twenty years, and he finally gave an interview. I don't, I didn't even watch it. I was actually going to watch it today, but I got I got too busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably will watch it at some point. Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff recently coming out about it, or just like there's a, a show on CBS. I think that um, yeah. it was like a two hour special. Yeah, that they're trying to like solve the case now. Because they have like more technology than they did twenty years ago. Yeah, which is true. Um, but like some of the things that don't add up were like, uh, so th- she was reported missing, and then eight hours later, they claimed that they discovered the body in their own basement. Mm-hmm. So they didn't even look in their own basement before reporting her missing. Yeah, and then there was. So uh, it is pretty soon after. Eight hours later is soon enough after where you could kind of assume they did actually find the body in the basement rather than they were like you know trying to hide it or something well then here's I feel like if they if they waited like a week and then found it and that's suspicious but 8 hours isn't too long I don't know I would probably check my basement within 8 hours I would check every inch of my house right I, I would just go through the house top to top to bottom yeah and you then ha- call you have to be 100% sure that your child is missing before you can the pretty call. big yeah pretty big phone call um so there's that aspect of it, and then um, there's no, there's no intrusion, there's no forced in- entry into the home. Mm-hmm. Everything, you know, uh, none none of it. So they 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 claim that the window was broken, but uh, crime scene investigators said, yeah, there was a small break in the window downstairs, but the cobwebs all around it were completely intact. Yeah, because it's probably been broken for years. <laughs> um, there's that. Then there was like a ransom note. Asking for a very specific amount of money, one hundred and eighteen thousand uh, dollars. It was handwritten. The they did a test on the handwriting between the mother and the father. The father came back negative. The mother it came back inconclusive that it was or was not her that wrote this ransom note. Yeah. Um, the DNA under the fingernails of John Monet was like for every member of the family. Yeah. There, there was um, like the ransom was for the same exact amount that the father's bonus was for that year. Yeah. It was crazy. There's so much fishiness going on in that case. And it was so... The mother was accused of sexual assault? Yeah. There was a couple years later, the mother and father were brought up on child abuse charges that never panned out. Wow. Um, but for a case that is was so was such big national news... I, I find it so crazy that nothing was ever, nothing ever came out of it. Like, 
someone, I don't know, someone got away with like a huge murder. Yeah. Huge scale murder. Yeah. And like to this day, it's still not solved. It's like technically, technically, we don't know who killed, you know, uh, in the O.J. Simpson case. Yeah. No one ever proved it. But like, I mean, we're all like, come on. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But with this, it's just like. But we got to assume it was the parents. Right. Like, what's the what's the working theory right now? That it was the parents. Some I, people think it was the brother. Yeah, I think that's the bigger, out, of, out of jealousy. Yeah, like like the brother. How old was the brother when she died? He was only like two years older than her. Right. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He like one of the assumptions or uh, suspicions is that like he was jealous and like killed her, and the parents tried to cover it up. Right. So what? She was like what? Tw- ten or something? She was six. Yeah. So he was ten. He was old enough to. I thought he was like eight. I don't know. We could always look it up, but um, but so how was she, how what was the state of her body when they found it? Like how do, how was she killed? Strangulation. So like a seven year old strangled a six year old to death. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. I mean, especially if like, well, what other way would they kill him? You know, they probably don't. Yeah. Even, they probably didn't even know. I mean, there's a good possibility that. I mean, that's probably why they were beating the son later. Her parents. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be rude here. No. Um but I, I, there's I mean there's always a possibility that the son did kill her and didn't even know and it was an accident. I mean he thought he was like they got into like a fight and he killed her on like whatever, you know? Yeah. There's on that um that 2 hour special or whatever they do they take like one of the they take the 911 call and you can hear like muffled like talking in the back and yeah. it's the mom and like they try and like Cut out all the white noise, and um, she says something very suspicious. I forget what it is. She was like, "Are they believing it? <laughs> <laughs> Did they buy it? I'm going out for lunch. <laughs> Do you want anything? You know the place we like." The uh, place where we said we'd murder our child at, but then we decided to do it in the basement anyway. Oh right, the phone. Uh, <laughs> you're on the 911 call now. You're on the phony 911 call now. Uh, but it's to this day is still I'm finding both of you guys. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Damn, forgot. Uh, some people think <laughs> that Katy Perry is Jamie Ramsey. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard that. <laughs> that was like a big conspiracy theory for a while. Um, but no, she died, and then like they also. Can you imagine uh, if, if Jamie Ramsey like? Somebody like took her away from this family that was like trying to get her to be like a pageant baby, <laughs> and then they were like, "But you could be Katy Perry if you want." <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry's real name is Kate Hudson. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a mystery. <laughs> um, so another thing too. Like- Wait a second. I actually do have one thing to say about Katy Perry. Have you guys heard her new song? No. No. Uh, first time I heard it, I was like, "Pass." The second time I heard it, I was like, "I am going to listen to this six times in a row." Uh, okay. <laughs> it is. So catchy. It's called like uh, something uh, Chained by the Rhythm or something. Okay. I uh, don't like to recommend music very often, nor do I like to recommend pop songs, but I am super into it. That's weird. Alrighty. <laughs> I don't like to recommend music. Go ahead, Matt. So a few years well, like later. like a pop song that everybody's listening to right now. Like, for f- uh, a few years later, I guess they exhumed the body. What's the point of recommending it? Of John Benet Ramsey. Like the millions of people get to download it. For more DNA evidence. Yeah. And, um,. Nothing ever came of that either. And then there was that guy who claimed that he killed her right. in Thailand, even though he's from America. Um, he killed her. He claimed he, he killed her in Thailand. No, he claimed that he killed her. I think he's he, from Thailand. No, no, no. He was in Thailand. I think he just needed to get home <laughs> and like yeah. 
just made this real bold way of doing it. Oh, so he was in Thailand and they, he had to fly home so they could investigate it. Right. Um, Smart. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, if you're ever stuck overseas, claim you did something crazy. Yeah. They'll bring you back. Uh, but they proved very, very, uh, very hard that he had nothing to do with it. Uh, both DNA and then also pictures of him not being in the state on the date at the time of the murder. Right. Um, but, you know, this case is just, it's, it's so fascinating. And it's like, if anybody watches it, and like a lot of like the police investigators, I don't know why, but they all kind of have the same, we're pretty sure we know who did it, but we can't say because we can't prove it type of like attitude. So it's the father. Because wasn't it, the father pretty well connected to something? I, I don't know. Like they were, just, they were just like well connected in general. Plus, but like their mansion was like in like kind of like a bad neighborhood, which was like weird. There was like thirty eight reported robberies like that month. And weren't they? Didn't they claim that their house was robbed too, or something? Yeah, but it's just uh, there's a lot to dig in here. Yeah, like how did she get to the basement? Like just so much, so much fucking. We need Sarah Koenig on the case. Who's that? That's the serial person. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she, if she took on that one. I'd I'd listen to that episode. Yeah. Serial too, not a fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a famous case. Unsolved mystery. It's my number one. It's a lot of people's number one uh, across the country. But yeah, so thank you so much. We're sorry if we creeped you out or bummed you out. Uh, but it was just something we wanted to talk about uh, because I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> What's next week episode? Are we gonna tease it? Uh, yeah, next week we're gonna do Hollywood's uh, horniest sluts. <laughs> uh, be a good one. A suggestion, literally from BWK. <laughs> I have the text message to prove it. <laughs> I think so it, I next, think it's gonna be a good episode. So come back next week when we talk about Hollywood's horniest sluts. And oh, trust it, me, there'll be a lot of coming. Oh! <laughs> See you then, baby. That's right, Hollywood's horniest sluts. Smell you later. Hey, everybody, BWK here. I forgot to mention, um, uh, this is everybody's uh, fines. So DJ got fined $6. <laughs> I got, uh, Matt got fined $7, and I got fined $6. I got the most fines? <laughs> Matt got the most fines. Hey, we forgot to do this on the show, so I uh, made Matt let me record it separately. Not that anyone was caring or paying attention to the fines anyway, and I will have to say that it didn't add anything to the show. Okay, bye. I love you.